Hello, and welcome to the Read to Know podcast, where the goal is to actually remember what you read so then you can better apply it to your life. On this podcast, we go through a book one chapter at a time, and then we actually practice remembering what we've read. So if you want to follow along, we're currently working our way through Bob Goff's book, Dream Big. I'm Zach Brown, and my friend Chris Yarber is joining me to help discuss and break down this book. Also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, it would be huge if you left a rating and review for us. It would help out a ton. If you're not on Apple Podcasts, no worries. Just send this to a friend who might be interested. Anyway, thanks again for listening, and enjoy the conversation. Zach, you brought something pretty cool into the studio today. I did. This just came in the mail today, and I saw it, and I was like, all right, I'm putting this to use immediately. Immediately. And that is my Read to Know coffee mug. It came in, and I was like, all right, let's go. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, but you don't actually have coffee in it. Do you have sparkling water in it right now? Yeah, right now, I just have sparkling water in it because we didn't have time. I kind of wanted to, but we just didn't have time to make a coffee before we started today. We needed to get moving. So so it's just sparkling water today, but I am excited to make this my new go-to coffee mug, the Read to Know coffee mug, which you can find on our website at readtoknowpod.com forward slash support. Yeah, a lot of sweet merchandise there. And there you can check out some Read to Know swag. You can get yourself a face mask, Mm -hmm. you know, stay safe. Yeah. Uh, Coffee mug, a bath mat. Bath mat. It's all possible. You can get it all there um, on readtoknowpod.com forward slash support. Sweet. And uh, yeah, this mug, dude, I'm stoked. I like it. I'm going to be repping this all the time now. I still need to order my sticker because I want that on the back of my laptop. Yeah. So I still want to order my sticker. But that looks pretty sweet, so I'll be ordering a mug too. Yeah, I'm still waiting on a phone case, so mm-hmm. that should be cool too. But but uh, I got the mug today, so nice. pretty excited about that. Love it. Love it. What would you think about this chapter? It was good. Ground effect. We're in chapter 28. Ground effect. Get your wheels on the ground. And you know, he says, get your wheels on the ground. It's basically like, we're kind of landing the plane of this book, and he just kind of reiterates a lot of the things that we've talked about here and how we need to land the plane on our ambitions. Yeah. There's actually a couple sentences in there, since you said it summarizes kind of the whole book. There's there's like three or four sentences when we open up the chapter I'd like to read, because it pretty much summarizes the whole book. I mean, that the certain aspects of the entire book he takes and puts into one or two sentences, because as we've noticed reading this book, um, since the chapters are a little shorter, there are some chapters that have some like similar themes and movement towards them. But as you said, this chapter, as we get into the next to last chapter, kind of all, all about putting down the book and actually start doing what we've not only been reading to remember, but also reading to do. Right, yeah. We're landing the plane here, and we we have to, when we're talking about our ambitions, we have to um, not only uh, you know work and think and strategize and plan, but we have to do. And that's, again, what he's focusing on here, is that we have to do, and we have to um, realize when we might be holding ourselves back, you know, like he says, he gives the example, the analogy of landing a plane. When 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 planes land, they hover over the ground for a little bit, partly uh, because the wind is actually hitting the ground and pushing up against the plane. Right. So it's actually uh, creating resistance for it to actually land. And sometimes that happens to us in life when it comes to our ambitions. Sometimes it's because of ourselves. You know, we're like, 
we're not making we're not being uh, aggressive enough we're not being proactive enough we're not making the moves we need to make to land the plane in a sense um sometimes that's exterior forces as well but but uh yeah we need to uh push through to fully realize our ambitions so we can actually land the plane yeah there there's something safe and he says this in this chapter there's something safe about the planning process like right before we hit the ground you know we've we've done all the things that have led up to this chapter in this book, you know, we, we realize there may be a couple of setbacks. So, so we come to terms with that and we move forward, you know, maybe there's some things that we let go of in our life to make room for our ambition. So we do that. Um, maybe we do discover, you know, those three questions at the beginning of the book, you know, who you are, where you are and what you want to do. You know, we, we wrestle with those questions and we come to terms, we make a list and then we knock some of those off. So we do all these different steps and then we began this planning process, a very specific planning process to how we're going to confront and move forward in our ambitions. And there's something really safe to that, something that, you know, we, we don't quite sometimes want to touch the ground. We wrestle with the ideas uh, that we that we have going in our mind. And, but when it actually comes to putting those into action, you know, there's something safe about just kind of hovering over them and talking about them, but not not doing anything. I think it's a lot easier to talk about, you know, he, he says in here to surround yourself with people who who love and and love well and that you should surround yourself and tell people around you about the ambitions uh, that you're, you know, starting to journey on. But it's it's a lot easier, I think, to talk about those things than it is to actually do right. that. Right, and to piggyback off that, I'll probably mention it when we get into the book. But one of my favorite quotes in this chapter, maybe my one of my favorite quotes of the entire book, oh. is when Bob says the purpose of this book is for you to actually put down the book yeah. and start doing. <laughs> right, you know, start doing, go do things. You know, he doesn't want us, the purpose of this book and the reason why we're reading it is not so that we can just sit and read and learn and listen all day, but to actually then be inspired and be um, provoked into action, into doing, and not just doing just because, but doing something meaningful. Um, and uh, and yeah, that's what, it's kind of a, this chapter is kind of a an, an encouragement in a sense of, you know, just like, all right, we've done the legwork now. Right. Let's just get going. It's now, it's now time to... to uh, to, to get moving. Yeah. This, in this chapter as well, he also gives us a, a, an anal- another flying analogy, as you mentioned the ground effect earlier. He gives us anal- another analogy, which it, since I'm not a plane guy, I've, I've never driven a plane before. I've ridden a couple. Not a huge fan of them. Again, the heights thing, man. The heights. Anyway, not a huge fan of them, but uh, he gives some different terminologies in here that we'll go through when we open up the book. But when it comes to moving forward in our ambitions, really, he, he tells us, point to where you want to land and keep your eyes on them. You know, because in life, on our journey towards our ambitions, it's really easy to get distracted. It's really easy to lose focus of where we're going. And slowly, as we put down this book and pick up our ambitions, slowly what can happen is we can in a sense, forget some of the lessons that we learned in this book. So this book definitely is a book that, you know, we put down and we start doing the things that are written in it. But at the same time, there are going to be chances in which we need to reference back to this book and say, oh, gosh, you know, I picked up some things that kind of don't feed my bitch. So maybe I need to let those go. Or, you know, I really need to get back to having a focus on relationships and having those healthy balances with other people. And so I need to get back with that. So put down this book, do, you know, point to wherever you're wanting to land 
and keep your eyes focused on that. And also don't be afraid, though, to pull out this book again and, and reference it if you feel like you may be losing track. Right. Yeah, that's the great thing about this book is that we can pull it out and we can reference uh, a chapter or a section at a time and go back, refresh ourselves on these questions, go back to those original questions. Who are you? Where are you? What do you want? Continually asking yourself that, like we talked about in those chapters. And then continuing with the example that you were talking about, he gives this plain analogy of, uh, he says, when the engine fails on a plane, you need to pitch, pick, and then point. Mm -hmm. That's what they told him. So when the engine fails, you need to pitch, which basically means uh, point the, uh, the, tip of the, the tip of the plane downwards, actually towards the ground, which is counterintuitive. Yeah, you would not naturally do that. Like, right. if your plane just stops working, of course, you're going to want to jerk up on that thing yeah, so that you back. try to, yeah, but that could stall the engine, he says, and you could just, you know, drop down. Yeah, and in order to actually smoothly, you know, glide into the, onto the ground, you know, you need to pitch the airplane, mm -hmm. um, which seems counterintuitive because, again, he gives this analogy for us in our emissions, seems counterintuitive because, because, um, we think we need to pull back, but maybe we need to lean in yeah. um, when we, when the, you know, in a quote unquote, the engine fails, whether that's, you know, burnout or, or, you know, something else, something has come to a head and, um, and uh, with our ambitions. The second thing we need to do is pick. He needs to pick a location where you're going to land the plane because if you're, uh, if you're not choosing a location, you have no say in where it's going. You know what I mean? You have to, intentionally choose all right that's what i'm aiming for because otherwise as he says here in the same thing in life if you're not aiming for anything you have no control over where you're going and um we need to do that as well yeah um and then once you find that location you point to it and you focus on it so that you try and hit that as as much as possible mm -hmm. but that's the analogy that he gives here um for this chapter as we get close to wrapping up this book so let's go yeah. ahead and pull out the book and take a look at a few of our favorite quotes from this chapter. Yeah. Uh, by this point in the book, I love that he includes this in this chapter. By this point in the book, after this is after kind of the first section, if you want to go back um, to the first section, we can. But he, he says, you probably have some trustworthy answers to life's three big questions, as we mentioned earlier. Who are you? Where are you? And what do you want? And then now, because we've read this book, we've prepared, we've been practicing what he's been writing in this book. He says that you're in the right seat now. You're you're ready to go. And so what are you going to do about what you've discovered? And that's that's what I love. We started this book off with three, these three simple questions that seemed a little abstract to us at first. But as we engage with them and participate in them, really what happens is we're really ready for the next adventure, which is putting down this book, like you stated earlier, and actually leaning in to our ambitions and in, in landing that plane. So I love how he wraps that up in this next to last chapter. Right, yeah. And, you know, he also mentions here, find a community of people who want to lean into one another and share everything they have. Be one of those people. This will push, this will be the path toward landing your ambitions. And he gives a story uh, in front of this to kind of further explain this point. But, but you know, again, just reiterating that, like, you know, um, there's a lot we can learn from other people and there's a lot that we can uh, teach other people. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things that people can learn from us, us. And in doing that, I think it helps us again, like kind of stay, uh, 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 it kind of helps us 
keep our heads above the water yes. and then also uh, can be beneficial in helping us land the plane when we get to that point. You know what I mean? We can we can learn from other people to help us uh, be a little bit more proactive in our decisions making, not, not uh, stagger so much when it's time to make the moves that we need to make. Right. Yeah. I think journeying with other people, as he says, through this process is going to add so, so much more success to the mission that we have in mind. Um, and he actually says in here, uh, kind, kind of to repeat that point that you've identified some people to travel with on this journey. And in these sentences here, he's pretty much giving us a review of the entire book. Uh, because in earlier chapters, he talked about identifying people to travel with. Um, he says, and you've done a personal inventory of the capabilities you have and the fears that have held you back. Uh, we remember early on some of those chapters about fear. Then he says, you've given specific expressions to your ambitions, created a punch list of actions to take, a couple of leaves to give momentums, cleared some space in your life. You've probably even done a few things uh, to get started. Um, so he said, it's like you've uh, uh, put down the landing flaps, so to speak, to use that plane analogy that he continues with right. that. Okay, you, you've done these things. So you, you may not always feel as if you're ready, but if you've if you've followed the steps in this book, you know, go because you're you're ready. And as he says, also, um, even on this next page that your your ambition is worth it. So go after it. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, he continues uh, saying, you know, just reminding us again that all this effort, all the effort put into these ambitions, it's totally worth it. You know, yes. he said all of it is worth it. Um because, you know, this is some of the, the, the best stuff that we can spend our time doing on this earth. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just, the work, the effort, all that to turn uh, an idea into a reality mm-hmm. like that is, is, is worth the effort yeah. put in. And, and it's going to take it's going to take a lot of sacrifice, especially the larger the ambition is. And also, I think also it takes more sacrifice that the larger that ambition affects not only you, but other people around you as well. Especially uh, if you if you have a family, you know, uh, someone that you're married to or maybe even kids, you know, then what ends up happening is your ambitions also indirectly affects them as well. And so there's going to be a lot of sacrifices, even if you're not married and you have a close friend group or something like that or a certain lifestyle that you that you've been following. Some of that lifestyle may have to sacrifice as well as you pursue this ambition. But as he says here and as you just stated, it's worth it. Yeah. Continuing on to this back to this plane analogy that we mentioned a little bit ago, you know, a couple quotes from that section. You know, he says here, uh, doing this, you know, our, our, our instinct is to pull back when he says, and he says, gives the idea of we're stalling out with our ambitions. You know, if we run into setbacks or we are um, begin to lose uh, focus or we begin to lose energy and excitement towards that thing. Yeah. You know, we basically have to, uh, counter, you know, think counterintuitively, uh, help correct our brain because this is not instinctual, but our instincts will tell us to pull back on the flight controls. Um, but the thing is we've, when we stalled out with our ideas, it's easy to pull back when it happens, but you have to learn to, as he says, pitch forward and kind of lean into those, um, even more. And then again, with pick, if you don't pick a place, you'll lose the opportunity to influence the outcome. Same is true in our lives that he said he he's felt the most disoriented when he hasn't picked where he wanted to land with his ambitions. Mm-hmm. Being a good picker is worth the effort because landing your spot will impact you and whoever's with you on the adventure. Mm-hmm. Then the last one uh, is pointing 
you know, and it sounds simple enough, but flying and in life, it's easy to get distracted. We're all prone to wander. Our eyes wander. So do our interest and attention. Mm-hmm. And when any of these happen, we stop pointing at the right things rather than pointing on beautiful, truthful things. We sometimes point towards dark ones or ones that are merely entertaining. So, again, just kind of a little simple thing to help get you back on track, help point you in the right direction. When you are struggling or 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 distracted or unexcited about your ambitions or ideas, uh, go through those things. Lean in a little bit. Pick where you want to be. Refocus on what's important. Re- go back to your why. I think you know. Go back yeah. to the you know who are you, where are you, what do you want. Go back to those questions and then refocus, re-energize, rest if you need to, and and then get back to work on uh, on on what you want to be doing. And again, those three kind of things. It kind of enca- encapsulates literally all these chapters <laughs> that we've been talking about. It does. Um, you know, in that you can pull out you know, analogies from all those different chapters that applied to those three things right there, pitch, uh, pick, and point. Yeah. Just pick something, I think, is what he's also trying to say because he says uh, here close to the end that instead of picking everything and aiming at nothing, I mean, be, be very specific with what you with what you pick. Instead of picking everything and aiming at nothing, because in earlier chapters before we talked about how we, we can try in life to chase a couple uh, crazy, crazy ambitions, uh, large, medium, or small, um, instead of trying to be a jack of all trades, so so to speak, um, he says that I need to pick something worth pointing all uh, my energies at, um, and ha- how much more good we can do not only for ourselves but also for others when we do that. So don't don't pick for everything and aim for nothing. Pick pick a place to land and uh, and keep your focus on it. Right, exactly. Yeah, and that's uh, you know, that's pretty much the gist of this chapter. It is. It uh, it summarizes the uh, the whole idea of the book pretty well. And like he says, he he also says the ultimate goal of this book is for you to put it down and get going. Yeah. Um. And uh, hopefully that's what we'll all do. Yeah. Hopefully. Um. You know, those of us listening and and us here yeah, as we're reading as well. this. Yeah. You know, certainly so, have. Um. And that and that's chapter twenty eight. Yeah. Twenty nine. Go ahead. Yeah, let, let us know if you guys are listening, following along, you have any ideas, um, any thoughts you'd like to add to the conversation when it comes to this chapter, Ground Effect, feel free to reach out to us and join in on the conversation at Read to Know Pod on all social platforms. Also, you can email us, readtoknowpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your feedback. Yeah, and join us tomorrow for chapter 29, entitled Matters of the Heart, a really touching short story that he shares in this um and if you're reading along with us there's also an epilogue afterwards that's like one page right be sure to read those together uh because they do connect but a really touching story we'll be uh talking about tomorrow uh to wrap up this book yep that sounds good thanks guys for listening we appreciate it and as always we'll see you tomorrow for the last chapter chapter 29 matters of the heart (laughs) 